Get fired up for another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. Featuring Chris Field. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Parker Clayer. Yes, there's no two ways about it. He's super white. And Alex Sinar. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. Entire production supervised by Bigfoot. Uh... Now, let's join the boys for their latest episode. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. My name is Chris. With me, as always, is Parker and Alex. And we watched Cry Underscore Wolf, a movie from 2005. And boy, does it smell like it. Everyone loves a good erotic cyber thriller, right? That's what I classify this as. Erotic? Hey, That's uh, what we're going with? <laughs> you can say that. Hey, uh, hey, Chris, uh, you think it's time we tell him? Yeah, I was uh, I was thinking about to wait until later, but yeah. Hey, Chris, uh, did you look up who made this? Uh, no, let me... Wait, wait, wait. Let me do that real quick. It's uh, Jeff yeah. Wadlow, who I think... I, I think I saw this in the uh, uh, IMDb trivia... He had to do like a thing for it or something. He he, what is up? Phil Vesely won an award. Was it the short film division at the 2002 Chrysler Million Dollar Film Competition for Living the Lie? Um, Check those credits real quick. Okay. Just gonna take a peep there. Oh, our, <laughs> he did Fantasy <laughs> Island, and Truth and. or Dare. Oh, and and Bloodshot. Oh wait, he was only the writer of Bloodshot. Which he one am I missing? Our greatest living director, as it turns out. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I... to the show. I, I think I see uh, an extremely good goalie in one of his movies on this list. <gasps> uh, yeah, I saw True Memoirs of an International Assassin. I was like, do they mean that one? Also, so, uh, Kick-Ass 2 if you're into that. So, Parker, <clears throat> before uh, before we get started, I have, uh, have something important that me and Chris have been meaning to tell you. God, yeah, for... Yeah, for three years, the game of games has just been a prank, and we've been pretending to watch movies while you did it. Isn't that funny? Don't you love pranks? <laughs> well, you guys weren't watching them either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we reveal our dastardly secret, our master plan, Barker, do we have any news? Is anything important happening today? You know, I had, like, funny news written out. I'm like, oh, this movie sounds terrible. Folks, we were recording this on November 3rd. I have nothing in me. <laughs> we might all be dead by tomorrow. Who knows? I mean, not me. I'll be fine. I could blend in. But still. <laughs> I don't know. I think you've got the best shot of all of us just getting struck by a stray bullet. There are so many of them there. Yeah, just the odds Please, there. God. You know, I've been fucking praying for decades now. It hasn't happened yet. But my time's coming. I know what I look like. No matter which way things flip, I am ripe for it. I, so, I, you know. I, I texted uh, Parker earlier, uh, Alex, uh, this is for you. It's like, we're going to be watching there, Wolf Blizzard's going to be talking about exit polls or something, you're going to see Parker in the background just ambling over to a red box. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's how it all starts. Did you guys know they made a seventh Tremors? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How many yeah, I can watch on Netflix, but it's not as tactile, you know? I want to really... Feel the movie. A visceral experience. <laughs> Why Napoleon Dynamite's in it, huh? Because I just whistle and walk away as storefronts are kicked in. 
<laughs> the no, crowd... no, I'm planning on bringing this back in like 12 hours. Don't worry. The crowd just disperses <laughs> for you. <laughs> you got a force field. Dude, dude, that's... Man, we should loot a red box. <laughs> oh, that's a Game of Games physical 17 challenge. 17 copies of Sonic the Hedgehog, you guys. <laughs> Invincible. All right, uh... Do we have any jerks of the week? Oh fuck. I can't believe you've done this. I will go first on this one. I was talking to a colleague. Um, I'm not going to say this colleague's name or if it's a boy or a girl. Uh, this individual and I were talking and we were actually getting along. We have similar taste in uh, movies to a certain extent. We have similar taste in animation, uh, similar perspectives on movies and the composition and everything. But then our tastes started to differ. I like Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. This person can't stand it. Uh, so, clearly they have bad taste. And I informed him of that. And I was uh, maybe a little bit defensive. And the more we went back and forth on this, uh, this individual concluded, you know, you remember me of that guy. You know, that guy on YouTube? The Nostalgia Critic? <laughs> so, I don't have the power to fire people, but I can get it. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen my face when that happened. Man, don't you just hate when you're talking to yourself in the mirror and then the mirror says something weird back? So, like I said, Hypersonic91, I, I mean uh, this person who I will not name. <laughs> Fucking rules, dude. Yeah, that, was, that was the worst thing that happened to me. Uh, you guys, uh, what are your tricks of the week? the cheeto man who is bad <laughs> <laughs> i am operating on reserves here it's okay i have a bad day ahead of me i feel it in my bones my jerk of the week is somebody that is responsible for uh for more atrocities than the cheeto man <laughs> that's right my jerk of the week is the three of us now on this podcast you know we've taken our shots at some people mm -hmm. some of whom deserved it some of whom might have deserved an apologies oh and uh, it's it's here today that I, I come to apologize specifically to one person who has been made fun of way too many times in this podcast. Someone who has been a good friend to us all this time and we barely even realized it. I'm of course talking about Ben Shapiro, who tweeted the following yesterday. <laughs> oh, I know what you mean. What no say? matter who wins tomorrow, let's remember the most important thing. The Last Jedi is a terrible movie. <laughs> ben, we're sorry. Ben, if you want to come on the show, we'll get you a booster seat. Where are actually, my phone uh, books? <laughs> I actually got a step stool in the kitchen right now. He, you know. he could just <laughs> sit on my lap. I could put my hand up his shirt and he could uh, do a like, little ventriloquist act. You think he wants like, to play the game of games with us? Dude. You think, like, you think he's seen the Star Wars holiday special? Like the idea of it being election day and being like, so her plan made no sense. Why wouldn't she just tell Poe? Like, just fills me with such existential dread. It's, it's just in a chill down my spine. Fucking rules, dude. I hate being alive. It owns that uh, that all the the conservatives on Twitter hate the movie where Hillary loses. <laughs> They're so fucking smart, dude. And her purple hair. What's up with that? Uh, typical SJW's like she dies in the next scene. What are you talking about? I'm just I'm really glad that all my opinions on the movie are now factual and logical. So I mean, it took a while. I mean, let's be fair. Remember when uh, Rise of Skywalker came out and people were just like, "Actually, Last Jedi is good now." 
No, that's not the way it works. I mean, I respect them for shooting their shot with that take, but let's be real, those people I'm trying are to on argue with facts and movies. Me, but I keep using my cowardly emotions, and I cannot stand up to your facts nor logic. Okay, let's talk about what we <laughs> watched recently. Cranked. I watched uh, three Vincent Price movies. Um, the Mask of the Red Death, uh, Witchfinder General, and House of Wax. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> But not the good one like you want. Oh, of course not. No, 1953, what? I would call the good one. Um, it, it's in color. It was very clearly supposed to be in 3D, uh, but it's not. I don't have that kind of TV. And you can tell it's supposed to be in 3D because in the middle of the movie, there's just some guy hitting a paddle ball directly into the camera, uh, which is, it, it's just so bald-faced that that's what they're trying to do. But I kind of like it. I would argue that of all the Vincent Price movies I've seen, I've seen, like, 800 uh house of wax is vincent price's best movie it's it's actually really interesting to watch i think it's one of his best performances uh i really like that one Witchfinder general is pretty good uh it's much like mask of red death he dresses up he dresses up as a fancy lad but it's towards the um middle third of his career i definitely prefer house of wax um uh, it's so weird that uh, he collaborated with vin diesel like that can you guys keep recording? I feel kind of sick. I'm worried about it. God fucking damn it. <laughs> hey, Alex, what did you watch this week? Yeah. <laughs> you want fucking... He's just gone now. He's gone. Hey, I finished Bly Manor. I have some questions for you. Yeah? So, uh, it was a really cool, like, first couple episodes, right? Oh, yeah. And then it kind of stalled for a bit. And then it got pretty good for a bit. And you hit that episode with like, alright, well here's all the stuff that happened 300 years ago and that's why the house is haunted. And it's like, oh, I just wasted like four hours. Yep. I kind of don't really, I liked the first couple episodes. I thought yeah. the ending was nice. But, uh, man. Yeah. Looking yeah. and seeing that the guy who did all of the Hill House wrote and directed the first episode. Checks out. Hit. Yeah, yeah, checks out, man. That's yeah. kind of a bummer. Some of it's real, real good, and then it's like, wait, so you're telling me there's this plague doctor ghost that's been there the whole time, and we haven't seen him until this one episode, or he's just, like, wandering around the background doing nothing? Like, I got a whole episode on this fucking random cook's whole life story, and it's like, well, actually, it's because uh, she put a curse 100 years ago. Like, I don't care anymore. That kind of sucks. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, like, I, I respected the, uh... Like, like, I actually enjoyed the episode as, like, you're going through that. I was just like, oh, there's spooky shit going on. Until, like, the 30-minute mark, when I realized that, like, five minutes worth of things had happened, and they're just like, oh, yeah. But what if we say it in this spooky way? It's like, oh, okay. Like, in the flashback episode, I was like, okay, this is, like, a cold open horse in black. And I realized, like, okay, it's still black and white, and we're 45 minutes in, and I guess this is the whole thing. Yeah kind of late to throw that curveball of well actually here's all of the spooky stuff that happened yeah and then you get all that and it's like oh cool now this universe just doesn't hold up like now it makes no sense okay well thanks it's, for that i was enjoying it but to tie up literally every single loose end but also make all of them unsatisfying it's like I if you showed me every a... question answered in a fucking ghost story it's fine if you showed me a placard at the end of that episode that said directed by J.J. Abrams, I would have believed you 100%. It's... Just starting off this episode, episode is great. 
Like those first <laughs> two episodes, I was locked in. I was getting appropriately spooked. And then we got the first actual close-up of the ghost of her yeeted husband. And I'm like, well, that looks kind of silly. Doing Bly Manor? Yeah. yeah. Before I move on to the big thing here, uh, Parker, you said you watched uh, Mask of the Red Death. Uh, any thoughts on that one? I love that all of those uh, Corman Price movies just... Um, they'll have a plot, a coherent plot, and at some point they're like, alright, uh, can we have a character fall asleep now? Sick. Alright, now let's just put all the colors in here, just make nothing make sense, have people talk in weird voices for like a good ten minutes. Yeah, and I appreciate that. That's the thing is, Roger Corman has made, what, like a thousand movies or something like that, and the, the results are always all over the place like this is four years after he made the original little shop of horrors which was literally shot in two days uh and, King. yeah that's just red Death was real <laughs> but uh it's it's interesting uh parker if you haven't seen Witchfinder general yet uh you probably should um have you seen it not yet no it, it's I meant to do a lot more this weekend and i just spent halloween chain watching movies well it and looked like you had fair anyway i did I want to get to the big one here. This is a movie on the list, and I made a decision <laughs> to I watch forgot. it. Uh, <laughs> now, first, I want to I, I want to mention that uh, I recently joined Antifa, so I'm beginning by Same, I'm beginning by protesting all the movies that I was assigned. So I haven't watched uh, almost any of my assignments. So I don't know. Wait on it. You guys have been taking your time to watch. It's it. It's weird that they charged me so much to join. You know, you would think an organization like that would have their shit together. But... Right. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I, another thing I forgot to mention is I took uh, the female Alex out to the drive-in and we watched Ghostbusters. And uh, we were going to watch Beetlejuice, but it was too windy and they kind of had like this inflatable screen set up. So we couldn't watch Beetlejuice. Um, we were able to watch two episodes of Neo Yokio. And I have to admit, it kind of took me a while to get into it, to understand what was going on, see where the humor is. But I laughed so hard at, well, if it isn't Kaz Khan, the Midnight Blue Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's certainly a shock if you're not ready for that. But, uh, man. <laughs> I certainly was not ready for his robot butler, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Is that voiced by Jude Law? It sure Sure is. is. And you go down that list of voice actors, and it's just a who's who of... I'm due for a rewatch. Yeah. Same, like, every two weeks. (laughs) I'm going to get to that before I get to Jennifer's body and the pyramid. But uh, still, yeah, I liked it. But the reason I bring up the drive-in is I also saw Halloween, the original one, 1978, John Carpenter, at the drive-in. Have you guys ever been to a drive-in? Yes. Yeah, it's uh this Dude, I saw the Phantom Menace at a drive-in. Oh, sorry to hear that. <laughs> I haven't seen it since. <laughs> Got the <laughs> ideal <actually>. experience. <laughs> yeah. Uh what is there to say about Halloween that hasn't already been said? Uh, I'd like to reinforce something I've said before that uh, one of the reasons that I really like it is because of the contributions from Deborah Hill. That movie doesn't work unless you have Deborah Hill writing and producing it. She did such a great oh, yeah. job. And hey, I man, what makes you say that? Because because the women in that movie are so realistic, they speak. I respect them too. They, they speak like <laughs> they they talk like women. There are so many movies that you get that are written by men, and the women don't talk like women. Uh, for example, the movie I watched here, 2007's remake of Halloween, directed by one Robert Zombie. <laughs> How do the women in that movie sound, dude? <laughs> 
this uh, what's is... your favorite sherry moon zombie performance i don't know if she's ever been uh, I, uh living dead girl there we go um this movie is so embarrassing like bad is like fine we already knew it was bad that's fine enough but this movie is embarrassing it is the most embarrassing movie i've seen since the haunted <laughs> world of el super bisto now parker a- <laughs> i'm going to admit a weakness for you go ahead and write it down i have not seen house of a thousand corpses i have not seen the devil's rejects i have not seen halloween mm-hmm. 2 if he's directed anything else i haven't seen it these are the only two movies i've seen by him I don't think I want to see anything else that he's written or directed because I think he's a really bad director. I think he's... I was never going to sign you those. <laughs> oh, I know in my heart, like, it wouldn't be good content. You would hate them and then just be angry. Like, I'm not, I wouldn't get anything. I mean, I'm going to watch them anyway because they're on the list, but I think I'm going to go into them hating them. And it's not I even mean, like the House Super... of a Thousand Corpses you won't even enjoy as much because you've seen Texas Chainsaw 2. Because now that I've seen it, it's like, oh... That's, that's yeah it's just what he's doing. nice I, I just think it's so lame like the entirety of the beginning of halloween is first of all we'll address the elephant in the room is that rob zombie misunderstands the point of halloween and the reason that it works he went up to john carpenter and said hey i'm directing a remake of halloween what should i do and john carpenter made a big mistake and said make it your own no, I think he said that knowing, hey, I'm not going to watch it, buddy. So uh, he he decided that he would, I guess, deliberately misinterpret the movie. He he gave Michael Myers a backstory. We hear Michael Myers talk. We shouldn't hear that. We we see his face. We see we see too much of it. <laughs> Man, that sounds horrible. Is Michael Myers as a kid with his shitty hellbilly deluxe parents? And then getting bullied for making masks. <laughs> that's See, that's the thing, is that I, I, I think I'm under-exaggerating how long this is. I said first half of the movie. I think it's the first 75% of the movie. It's Correct. so fucking long. I keep looking around like, are they going to stop showing me this? It's so boring. My it, favorite moment where you go from like just like outright disgust to laughing is when it just cuts to him sitting on the curb sad while Love Hurt starts playing. Right, exactly. <laughs> he's he just transcend all anger. It's so That's not funny. the only scene there. He's, he's sitting there shitty with his shitty hair and everything. Love Hurts! Because his mom went out to work at the strip club instead of taking him <laughs> trick-or-treating. So you hate to see it. Funny. Hey, uh... When you watch House of a Thousand Corpses, it'll, it'll really enlighten you because he just takes all of their dialogue but just puts it in Halloween for some reason. Great. There's no need for anyone in that movie to talk like that. I also want to make Why, it clear. They say fuck so much. From someone who says fuck a whole lot instead of um, they say fuck That's a Oh, you know what? That's lot. a good point. That's a good point that when you're watching it, the first thing that you notice is that he doesn't try to make the movie scary. He tries to make it as hard R as he can. He tries to have as much swearing and obscenities and um, kind of disgusting uh, sexuality in the movie. Uh, Unfortunately, Parker and I watched the director's cut with the rape scene. I can only imagine why they didn't make it to theaters, dude. You know, when I watched the original Halloween, I was thinking, this is pretty spooky and all, but what if a couple of guys just like raped a woman in an asylum? That would really spook me out. So yeah, that's probably why I'll never rewatch it because I don't need literally anything this movie adds. I've never once in my life been like, man, I wonder what the shape looked like as a little sad boy. But it's also important to notice that uh, Rob Zombie is a liar. 
He said that he cast his wife, Sherry Moon Zombie, as Michael Myers' mother to explain why he grew so tall, because the shape in this movie is played by men. Okay, he, okay hold up. That's, that's real. That's a real quote. I, I'm, I'm sorry. That. I'm what? so sorry. It's true. Now, the shape in this movie is played by an actor who's six foot eight. Not a terrible idea. I mean, the guy's just big. Okay, that's, you know, that'd be big, intimidating, and scary. Sherry Moon Zombie is five foot ten. Just say you cast your wife because you could. Like, just own it. <laughs> That's not the reason he cast his wife. The real reason he cast his wife is because Rob Zombie desperately wants everyone to fuck his wife. He is oh, so it's just desperate. a trend in Hollywood, huh? I think that's it. It's it's kind of like all those other directors. Like, look at this beautiful woman I married. You want to see her butt hanging out? Not really. Well, too bad. <laughs> She's going to slow dance to love her. That's about what I expected, you know. Because she's in all his music videos, too. And movies in huge roles in all of them. I think we need to, like, emphasize, he was the worst part of White Zombie. Like, Correct. every single time... There were other parts? I thought it was just one dude. <laughs> no, like, the real brains of it, I would say, was the bassist, Shania Salt. She was great. She wrote all the, like, the lines and everything it was great and if you ever listen to like their live performances the band is tight the atmosphere is great the crowd's going into it then rob zombie starts singing the the lyrics to the second verse and he's all out of breath immediately five words in that dude cannot perform live i'm not gonna say i've seen a lot of live rob zombie videos but out of the ones i've seen he almost always just sounds like he's mumbling (laughs) it's incredible you don't play an instrument. Just sing Dracula, dick. He is eternally <laughs> out of breath. It is so funny. Sick. This costs $70. Thank you, Rob. So Appreciate it. So, uh, besides the constant swearing and everything, ooh, scary, um, there's also, I guess, the level of violence, which is, um, I guess you see blood. I mean, do you call that violence, man? I, I've seen so much more graphic than this. This is nothing compared to a lot of other movies that I've seen. Uh, one of which is like he starts, he, he drowns uh, Danny Trejo, who uh, is bleeding when he's drowning, I guess. I, I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, that happens. Anyway, then the, the last, I guess, 15 minutes of the movie is just a remake of the original Halloween, but it's all in fast forward. Like, there aren't enough scenes for you to characterize a character, so I'm going to care about them. I don't know who Laurie Strode is in this. Uh, they bring back the idiotic, oh, he's actually, she's actually uh, his sister. That's why he's going after her. They just do that. Ah, my favorite part of the franchise. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, oh, you know who Dr. Loomis is played by in this movie, Alex? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I do. Oh, God, this is going to be really funny, isn't it? <laughs> Malcolm McDowell. Oh, Jesus Christ. You don't, you don't have to slum it, man. Which, Come on. Which is so- okay, I'm going to ask you a question that will either reveal that you watch this one or that you will be watching the second one. Does this include the scene where Malcolm McDowell as Loomis is on Chris Hardwick's talk show? I don't think it does oh include this. Oh, my God. Scene. It's too Uh-oh. early for this, man. Come on. Uh-oh. So I, I genuinely... I mean, well. I'm just saying to this right now, Alex, I don't know which movie... Which Malcolm McDowell movie is worse. This, Milk Money, or Tank Girl? Like it's it's really a just tough, stare at the wall and not play my hand. <laughs> Have we made Parker watch Tank Girl yet? Oh, that's right. <laughs> hey, Chris, hey, Chris what, else you, what else did you watch this week? <laughs> One more thing, because this movie it it could have been an episode if not for two things. One, it's just so unpleasant, and two, 
it's like two hours long. So it's um, so fucking yeah, long. Yeah, it's a whole <laughs> ass movie, and then it's like. I guess we're going to do Halloween now. It's like, mother, I think yeah. I read somewhere he wanted to split it up. And they were like, what? No, you can't have a whole movie of him as a sad boy. Which I get, but also, it's a whole movie of him as a sad boy. And then just Halloween tacked on at the end. Which also doesn't work. You know what's weird so about this? I can't everyone. believe I'm saying this about a Rob Zombie movie, but it's not graphic enough. It's not gory enough. It's it's also just not... like it, it, This movie is never going to be scary. Rob Zombie does not have the chops to make a scary movie. But... I mean, at least go all out with a gore. Do something, man. Because he's not good at anything else. You, you might as well do that. I know you're passionate about it. Anyway, the... I can't. I can't speak from. But from what I've heard from everything from both those Halloweens, is he had a miserable time making them both. The, the first, know, yeah, like, you know, what that was fucking good, canard. But... All right, here's here's my yeah, my theory about those this. wine scenes are pretty cool. Though. Yeah, no, that's my theory about this. <laughs> Everyone watched it and said how bad it was. The users like, oh, no, I liked it. Then the wine stand news hit, and then I it comes out. Oh, actually, I hated working with those guys, and that's why my movies suck. No, I know he was supposed to make a third, and he just fucking dipped out. Don't of make there. excuses. From what for I that. understand, the second one. The director's cut's like really different, but I don't plan on ever comparing them. Yeah, I, I have a feeling it's not a I Book of Shadows Blair Witch Two situation. Don't have that kind. Of, I have that kind of time, but I choose not to use it that way. It's also not on the list. So, anyway, uh, the last thing I want to say about Halloween 2007 is that it begins with a fictional quote from a fictional character. So, uh, <laughs> hell yes, <laughs> isn't it awesome that you watch Halloween 2018? You're like, oh, that was pretty good, I guess. And then the more you watch, you're like. Just keeps moving up the list. Weird. It's very it just... <laughs> easily slides in there at third best. <laughs> it's, it's, it doesn't have to do anything, and everyone you watch is just significantly worse. It's it's weird. I I got my buddy at work, Jeff. I think he's a huge fan of the Halloween series. Uh, he called off Halloween uh, day of, and I think he was going to watch all the Halloweens except the, his least favorite one, which is Halloween Three: Season of the Witch. I think I mentioned that on the previous episode. And I keep trying to find out the people. reason that he doesn't like Halloween 3. And I think it it's just because it doesn't have Michael Myers. Nothing else to it. Michael Myers is in more bad movies than good ones that, by a significant margin. It's, yeah. it's, it's like trying to make a top five of those movies is so fucking hard. It's like you get past the three watchable ones. It's like, well, I guess H2O is fourth and then the Paul Rudd one. I don't know. Right. Yeah. So like <laughs> I, I tried to talk to him like, OK, think about it like this. What if we don't call it Halloween 3? What if we just call it Season of the Witch? I will edit the movie so it doesn't say Halloween 3 on there. You never see it on there. You, you don't. I'll cut out the scene where they briefly refer to Haddonfield on the radio. All right? You won't even think of anything else. It's its own separate movie. Could you judge it fairly? He said probably not because the movie makes him actively mad. I, I cannot imagine living in a world where the Rob Zombie Halloween is better in your brain than Halloween 3. It really sucks that we can't say the R word anymore. It, yeah, uh, it's <laughs> I, I cannot wrap my head around it. So I, man, maybe I'm missing something, okay? I'm not perfect. And for, for more lore, when they did Halloween 4, they had Carpenter write a treatment for it. And it was about like, just the whole thing of Halloween getting banned and it basically just turning to a purge thing where everyone's just pent up and angry all the time. And they're like, oh no, but we want Michael Myers back. He's like, yeah, I should go and take my name off. <laughs> John Carpenter <laughs> fucking king. rules. Love him so much. He doesn't give a shit about those Rob Zombie movies. He got so much money. Because those movies made a shitload. Yeah. You know, for R-rated horror. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's that's about all I got. Alex, uh, what did you watch? Alright, I only got a couple here. But, uh, get to them real quick. Um... At, per Chris's uh, assignment, I finally watched Dolomite Is My Name. Hey, there we go. Nice. Wow, that was exactly as good as I expected it to be. Oh, I'm, I, 
I mean, I knew you weren't going to say, eh, it was all right. <laughs> My only problem with that movie is that there's not enough Wesley Snipes. Everyone agrees. I could have watched that character do anything. Yeah, he's... Yeah, he's so his mm-hmm. cadence and delivery is so good in every scene he's in. It's nice that we have he a is. really easy answer to what's the best Eddie Murphy movie, though. Do we, though? What, you really, do you think Mulan is better than this? <laughs> How long has it been since you saw 48 Hours? Prefer not to answer that. 48 no, Hours. No, it's not a trick this time. It's, it's no, 48 Hours is... Really, really good. Now, how long has it been I, since I mean, you watched I Nutty do Professor? think this is his best, though. And, and part of it is because it's such a personal thing. Like, there's some, like, really sensitive scenes with him all alone just talking to himself and about how much he just wants to make it big. There's a lot that goes on in those scenes, and I, I don't know, I really respect Eddie Murphy for this movie. Yeah, it's, I mean, obviously this movie doesn't get made without his influence, but also, like, perfect cast. Yes, like, Literally yes. perfect in every way. Yeah. I mean, I have not seen uh, Dolomite. It's somehow... I don't know how I haven't seen it, because I've seen a lot of the other, uh, like, the big bla- black exploitation movies. Mm-hmm. But um, for them to run the like the, the reel of scenes from that over the credits, and it's like, oh, wow, this is incredibly faithfully done. Cool. Yeah, like, exactly. It's, it's, it's a nice touch. It's a nice touch, because I feel like 95% of the people that watch that movie aren't going to have that context. And it's really cool that they just like put it in there and went, oh yeah, we did this really, really well, by the way. Like, I, I think I'm a little annoyed that The Disaster Artist got so much more press than this movie did. This movie was a lot better than The Disaster Artist. Well, Dude, the problem, when you put it on Netflix, and if you don't watch it in the first week, it's just off your homepage forever. Right. I yeah. fucking dig for it like a month later. I could not find it. I, uh, yeah, last week I really didn't want to type in Trial of the Chicago 7, a movie that came out two weeks ago, and so I just scrolled through the new releases, and it was, like, 50th. It's like, are you fucking serious? Like, yeah, thanks for raising the price, I guess, so you can keep churning out this content that you won't let me find. Uh, I, uh, speaking of Netflix... I'll make make my own profile, I won't hurt. (laughs) No, 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 it's much better if everything is shared. (laughs) <laughs> just ev- mix everything up in that pot and see what pops out Deal. speaking of Netflix I did some Game of Games research because they had a new Egypt documentary oh. that came out <laughs> I don't have anything to say about it I just wanted you guys to know that thank you Thanks. It was I'll just all it- that in Tank Girl for the rest of the day it was just odd in the background just like oh cool they found some dope shit in the pyramid I wonder, uh, wonder if there's any traps in there you know, Tank Girl takes place in a desert. Maybe there's a pyramid nearby. Yeah, there's no telling. Uh, kangaroo people. Somebody might have to check it out and uh, figure it out for God, me. God, I fucking forgot all about the kangaroo people. That movie is so dire and miserable that you just immediately <laughs> forget about Ice-T as a kangaroo. God fucking damn it, dude. I really hope nobody assigns that to you until... Yeah, you know, me too, man. I'm gonna... <laughs> might want to hold on to the immunity idol for a while, buddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holding it close. He's got I mean, I'm not gonna do it, but, like, you can never be too safe. I see a future where I use it, and then the other one of you just assigns it again, and I kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing we don't have any rules established for this podcast, because, yeah. uh, you know... He could attach the doubler multiplier to his immunity idol. <laughs> Hey, he's got to watch it twice. <laughs> Alright, so I jam my idol into his laptop. Let's see what happens here. Look, if you guys want to get creative with your collection of stupid items, I am all yours. Uh, just like, okay. you just okay. say some stuff, give me like five seconds to compute it in my brain. 
Eh, sure, let's roll some dice and see what happens. It's a bit of a Calvin ball. I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> now, there's uh, there's one other thing I want to watch this week that... Look, you guys know my brand on this podcast is mostly just finding things to hate and things that are good. But uh, I watched something that was basically perfect this week, and it's maybe my favorite piece of like actual good media that I've seen in several years. Because uh, the Queen's Gambit is fucking incredible. Like... I it's it's like seven episodes. I started it at midnight and watched it in one sitting, which is why my sleep is so horribly horribly fucked right now. But uh man, man that's really really fucking good. And I'm really glad to see that the reception of that has been so good and so like widespread because as I was watching it, I thought it, I like I thought my experience with it was going to be end up being extremely personal because like it's it's a uh I mean, yes, it's a show that's, like, about, you know, this chess prodigy, but also it's about addiction and obsession in ways that aren't overbearing. And I'm really glad to see that, like, normies like this, too, because I could absolutely see normies looking at this and going, eh, it's fucking boring, I don't want to watch a chess show. But holy fuck is it good. Like, Skip, you know I'm passionate about movies about obsession. Like, you want to... I didn't know that's what that was about at all. I just saw the title card and was like, well, this will be gone in a week, so I'll just skip past it. I just heard the title The Queen's Gambit. I wonder when the Corgi comes in. <sighs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, um, I, like, I gotta say, for, like, a show, you know, you have this this main character who is, like, an orphan who has gone through all this family problems. Like, the second episode is, like, her getting adopted and going into this fucking high school where all the mean girls bully her. Like, there's so many ways that, especially in Netflix's hands, this could go completely off the fucking rails into, oh, cool, jack-off motion, her life is so hard. And there's literally none of that. Like, literally zero. There's no, like, oh, man, I'm so oppressed, I can't believe I'm an orphan, this sucks so much, and I'm so fucking thankful that this movie gets that that's not why you're fucking watching this. Like, you get all this backstory. Yeah, check it out, then. Yeah, you get all this backstory, and then they go to the store to buy clothes, because the other girls are making fun of her, and she's like, yeah, can we buy the chess set, though? Like, I don't, I don't care about any of this shit. And it's like, oh, cool, you get it, you know what your show is. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy for this. And, honestly, like, Anya Taylor-Joy maybe best facial acting I've ever seen. She's so fucking good. She's As someone who just rewatched yeah. The Witch this week. She's so fucking good. Yeah. She really is. And for this to be, uh, you know, seven hours about this really insular character who's, like, got turbulent shit going on in her head all the time, but also doesn't say it. Like, the amount of times when there's just a scene where she just, like, will be having a conversation with, like, her adopted mom or something and just snaps for, like, a split second. And you just know it's, like, you, like, look at her face. It's, like, oh, this is one of those moments where you're just frustrated that you're talking to somebody stupider than you, but also you can't explain to them that that's the reason you're mad, so it's better that they just think you're being an asshole. And to do all that in, like, a split second is, like, oh God, I I literally cannot say enough good things about this. Like, I, I don't even want to talk about plot shit for it, even though, like, it's, A, it's not really that relevant, and B, you know, it's ostensibly a sports movie in a lot of ways and which by the way as an aside as that guy that like watches sports movies and goes hey that's not how they do it apparently uh all of the chess in this is like really 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 sound and like chess pros are like yeah no they did that all right like this all looks great it's like thank you thank you for consulting them thank you for actually getting you know the chess right in the chess movie but uh, like, i would never know but also i appreciate it yeah, exactly exactly like it was one of those things where i'm like watching it and like i actually the only thing that i paused it for was uh 
You know, let me go see if they did this right. Because, like, if they did, it's just such a, such a nice touch. It's, this is... Again, I'm not exaggerating when I say this is, like, maybe the best thing that I've seen on a TV in years. Like, I fucking love this so much. And I just, I, I needed to get that endorsement out there. Because if even one person hears this and watches it, like, I will be extremely tickled. I'm aware that this is doing very well with the Netflix algorithm, and apparently a lot of people are watching it, which, great, keep it up, guys. But, uh, seriously, like, check this out, it's really, really fucking good. Yeah, my only knowledge of it was, you know, on the PS4, it'll show you, a, like, one brick, like, here's what's on Netflix, here's what's on Hulu, here's all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You pass by it once, and then two days later, it's something else. So I saw it once, I was like... Oh, it's that girl. I know her. I've never heard of this. And then I think it's probably already replaced with something else by now. Yeah, probably. You know, they love to shuffle that shit out on the PS4 home screen, except for The Mandalorian, which has just lived there since I've had a PS4. Let me talk to you about Season 2. Dude, do you That's like Baby Yoda? The segue for you. <laughs> I won't do it. I know. <laughs> it's good. It's the best Star Wars thing in like 30 years. It's fine. We don't have to talk about Star Wars today. Not today of all days. I can't do it. Okay, uh, uh, Parker. I guess it's your turn. What did you watch? Sure. Yeah, I thought he was going to keep talking. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Timothy good, Oliphant wearing Mandalorian armor and feeling all sorts of ways. Oh, but it's fine. So, uh, some breaking news that's important to our listeners. Uh, by the time this goes up, Blood Vessel will be streaming on Shutter. So just follow oh, that away yes. in your brains, everybody. Twenty twenty one. That's how long I have to wait. That's what I'm talking about. Alright, so we talked about Bly Manor a bit, which is... I'm not going to say it was bad by any means. It was well made, but like, it, just getting to that flashback episode and seeing that everything you'd been watching for like six, seven hours, like, yeah, that also happened. But it's all because this all happened back in the olden times. I, I don't care. It yeah. just immediately takes me out of it. And that's like the second to last episode, isn't it? It is the second to last episode. Jesus. And not only that, but like all the normies I knew that watched it right away were just like, episode eight, bro, it's so good. Can't wait till you get there. And I'm like, oh, fuck. That's right. You guys are everything likers. I forgot about this. My bad. <laughs> like, God damn it. Sh- I think when we recorded last week, we were like six or seven in. Mm-hmm. And then we just watched, binged the last three and it was like, oh, okay. Well, whatever, I guess. Oh, and it was her telling the story. Crazy. I don't yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. It really just ended on a sour note for me. In Those hindsight... Like three are strong, though. In hindsight, nine different directors for nine episodes really checks out. Like, as you watch them, yeah. it's like, oh, you guys put all the good ones in front, huh? Okay. It's smart to front load it, because it kept yeah. us watching. Oh, yeah, for sure. If, it, I was... if they mix these up at all, by episode three, it would be like, hey, you know what? It's like Stranger Things. Like, if I don't watch it this week, no one will be talking about it next week. Like, You're not wrong. I forgot there was a season three Stranger Things. I was busy oh, the weekend yeah, it came right. out. My friends watched it, and then the next week they're like, "Yeah, it was all right." And then that was it. That was all it was ever spoken of in my group. Oh my like, god, I... you did... Parker, you just reminded me of something. I'm sorry, I completely forgot to talk about the fact that I watched Spree. Oh, hey, oh. let's hear about it. I say it's if it wasn't this, if it wasn't this, then I wouldn't have. I and the reason I forgot is because I literally watched it the day after we recorded last week. Because oh, I was like, so good. I was just like, "Hey guys, who wants to watch a movie tomorrow afternoon?" And, like, managed to get, like, 12 people to watch that shit with me. I don't know how many people I know that would love it, but I know the people who I think would love it will absolutely love it. One million percent. It is unbelievably good. Chris, do you know anything about this movie other than the extremely limited amount that was said last week? Uh, uh, no, I, I guess I don't. 
Alright, so basically the premise of this movie is that this dude is, like, his whole life is about trying to go viral. Like, all he wants to do is, like, for people to watch his shitty YouTube videos. And, uh, just nothing's working, nothing's clicking for him. So he decides to start killing people in the back of his fake Uber. Right. And... Let me put it this way. By, like, minute 35, it is completely off the fucking rails. Because nobody is watching his stream. And, like, his influencer friend is just giving him shit because nobody gives a shit about what he's doing. And so he just keeps getting progressively crazier and crazier. And at, like, the 40-minute mark, there's, like, a double kill by Pitbulls. Like, it's... <laughs> it's so good. Oh, rest in peace to that kid. Look. Him getting him to stand up in the sunroof drunk. To closing it so they're like trapped up there and then just driving them to a junkyard is so fucking funny. They're fucking driving around for like a minute and a half and then I go, wait, is that fucking Misha Barton? It sure is. <laughs> yeah. Me with my smooth brain, I'm watching like, it's one of the girls from Vanderpump Rules. What the fuck's <laughs> going on here? <laughs> I hope she eats shit. She does. But look, the one thing that I will say about Spree is like, there are a lot of movies that try to capture like the energy of internet culture and this is maybe the best at doing it because like they constantly bring up you know his live stream and stuff with the chat at the bottom and the shit that's being said in the chat is the most realistic fucking thing i've ever seen in my life i like, want to watch it again and just read the chat the it's week. it's what i was doing most of the time it's like literally the perfect distilled twitch experience up to and including people typing shit like monk s and poggers into the chat without the emo right, coming up yeah. as people do yeah. uh <laughs> that is but, not uh, a goof <laughs> look just like the fucking <laughs> literally the climax of the movie you know shit is going down and there's this one dude in the chat like lol she's dressed like a minion and it's like yep that's twitch <laughs> That's literally Twitch in a nutshell. It is... Do you want to talk about his dad for a second? I could talk about David Arquette as Kurt's dad forever. The DJ. They keep talking, referring to him as a DJ, and then they roll up, and he's just at a strip club. Like, three people show up, and he's DJing. It is so good. So good. <laughs> I, I love that, like, it's the kind of movie where, like, cops show up at, like, the hour mark, and you're like... Oh fuck! One of the one or both of these cops is about to die in an extremely graphic way, and I can't wait. And you're not disappointed. Like it's just. Also, as as Parker brought up last week, dude in his chat literally makes him a custom Pepe. That's like which, the real reason I want to see this. That's like I, which, the shit is really starting to go down. He's like, hey man, I made this for you. <laughs> <laughs> like this is the kind of movie that's just gonna pop up on some streaming service in like three months, and I'm gonna force everyone to watch it. Because it's so good. But it's... Like, I don't even know how I find out about it. Probably because I just constantly online and just stumbled upon it one day on Letterboxd. But it is... It's beautiful. Uh... What was I going to say? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> watch it again. Yeah, my last note on that is that I have received at least four messages in the past week that just say, I'm a little gummy bear. Which, same, buddy. <laughs> same. <laughs> it's so great how, like... You can see how this movie plays out, like, okay, you know, he's streaming, and he gets, like, this horrible wreck, but he gets views. Like, no, like, he's already decided, like, I'm just gonna start murking people, and he still only has, like, two viewers, and only yeah. one of them is just talking shit, like, it's weak, bro, it's so fucking weak, it's lame. As he's just, like, <laughs> washing blood off his car, like, fuck you, dude, he said he'd help. <laughs> he's so good. I, just, the, the constant chat presence of people insisting that it's all a prank is, like, the best part of it. <laughs> 
Speaking of pranks. Because <laughs> I know if this was happening, I would also be typing poggers. Yeah. <laughs> I know myself. Just me, it's to me, just spamming you got got in all caps as someone gets <laughs> murdered. And like every 20 minutes, the same person keeps coming up and goes, Hey, can someone get a hold of this guy? The guy who like dies 20 minutes into the movie. One person <laughs> just keeps staying in the chat asking if they're really okay. It's <laughs> real good. It's... I like I cannot stress enough that like if you're the kind of fucking idiot that watches Twitch for eight hours a day, which if you're listening to this podcast is like a fifty-fifty proposition, you will love this movie if for no other reason than reading that chat. Because I watched this with a bunch of fucking nerds that do not understand cinema, and they all loved it. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's see here. Almost all of my shit is just like seasonal rewatches, so I might just get most of it here. Like, what am I going to say about Halloween 2018 or Trick or Treat or The Witch? I like them all. Spoilers, I watched them all on Halloween. I will say, we had a bunch of normies over the night before. You know, we're trying to pick... It's a delicate balance with normies because you can't pick old stuff because they just won't care about it. Right. You can't pick slow stuff because they just won't pay attention because we're all drinking. So you got to pick something recent, but also that'll, like, grab them. So none of them have been seen ready or not. And I'm just <laughs> rubbing my hands diabolically the whole movie, knowing what's coming. That's such a good first experience movie. It really is, because that was like the third movie we put on that night. So everyone was in the right headspace, where everyone was like tired enough to sit and watch it, but also to get really excited when terrible things happened. That ending is just so beautiful. Every time I see Hell it, yes. every time I just get to look around a room and see faces light up, like, oh, I thought something was going to happen. One Mississippi, two Mississippi. <laughs> Boom! Every single time. I fucking love that movie so She's much. one of my favorite I'm, film characters. She's so good. That movie grows on me every single time I watch right? it. Right? Uh, oh, I watched the Evil Dead remake for the first time in like five years. That movie's sound design is so good slash disgusting you know oh yeah it is such a grisly ass fucking movie it is because i remember certain beats of it because it was like one of the first posts i wrote so it took me like a month to get through it but my god just re-experiencing it all for the first time going to rent it and seeing weird that says unrated cut let me hit play on that just an absolutely disgusting movie in all the right ways like really like Modern sensibilities trying to make it look sort of realistic, but also full on early Raimi. It's a good mix. I very much appreciate it. Yeah, you know, I like the director a lot too. Did you? I don't remember. Did you say you watched I have, it? I have, I have not, not seen it, but I did see Don't Breathe, which yeah. I loved. I feel like I trust you enough to be able to separate that it's not just trying to do Evil Dead. It's just very much heavily influenced by You've it. You've got higher faith so in me people... than I have in myself. I'm, I, I'm a little worried that I would say, why can't you Because, like, it's very clearly, like, trying... Not trying to be, but trying to get the energy of the first Evil Dead. Like, it's not trying to be funny at all. It's just trying to be, like... Because original Evil Dead, like, yeah, it looks a little silly now. Because it's, like, fucking Play-Doh and Claymation. But it's going for extremely gross graphic stuff. And they had money to do it. So, you know, you get that turkey carver. And things <laughs> of a similar nature that really stick with you. When that movie fucking ends with blood raining from the sky, how can anyone be disappointed? I don't I don't understand people. People who fucking latch on to things they watched in the 80s and never let go. Just fucking grow up already. I'm over yeah, it. Other movies exist. 
it's like 1000% something that does not need to exist, but also I'm extremely happy exists. Yeah. So like it's exactly what you want from something like that. Cuz I think I've talked about this like when it comes to horror especially, like you just have to accept if a movie has any sort of name recognition, it's going to be remade. Just accept it. So in a world where Evil Dead will be remade no matter what, this is probably the best case scenario for that. Something that gets the spirit of the original is like, yeah, but we'll tweak it a little bit. And also, what if it was incredibly graphic all the time? But not like... I'm trying to phrase it right. It's not like Guts, like the French shit you've been watching in Chris. <laughs> like, it, like, it's graphic, but it's lots of blood spray everywhere. It's that kind of graphic where it's it's a little silly and it knows it is. It's not trying to make you vomit. Right, like, I get it's it. It's so fucking gross that people left the I mean, theater. I, like, it's not trying I've to do that. I've fucking seen it the first Evil Dead. Those had a lot of blood, too, you know? Yeah. Because I keep saying graphic, but, like, that... There's a lot of connotations for movies that came out around 2013. Uh, there's there's graphic, because that's when you get, like, alright, it's not, like, hostile. It's not trying to just be openly, like, guys, check this shit out. It's very much in the world of Raimi. It's... I really like it a lot. Maybe more than Army of Darkness. It's fine. All right. Oh, <laughs> let me see. Like, I'm not gonna talk about the witch. I'm not gonna talk about the Blair Witch Project. You know what? I will say. So, uh, they did a creep show animated thing because they couldn't film season two because you know the world is ending. Oh, is that the recent thing? Yeah. yeah, it was fine. But what really worked for me is that the art style. It wasn't like a cartoon cartoon. It was more like a moving comic book, and it looked almost exactly like the Twisted Metal two cutscene. <laughs> so that did a lot for me. <laughs> Seeing what just looks like Twisted Metal 2 with Kiefer Sutherland as one of the voices really put me to good headspace on Halloween, I'll be honest That's, with you. I'm happy for you. And uh, the last thing I'll talk about, because again, I'm not just going to repeat movies we've all talked about 20 times. On Sunday, I plan on just like barreling through a bunch of the assignment stuff, because I had the day off and I had taken the whole weekend off. I was just going to fucking chug through it. Then I got called in, so I only got to watch one of them. But I figured, you know what? I've purposely just been watching the garbage that's been assigned and bankrolling the good stuff. Let me watch one good thing. So, Chris, Memories of Murder is pretty fucking good, huh? I'm glad you enjoyed it. What a good-ass movie. Uh, I don't know if you can tell why I like it more than Parasite and The Host, but uh, I, I really do have... Because uh, you like dropkicks? Yes. But uh, <laughs> it's also like the police investigation thing. I really like seeing the way things go about. And... You can. Everyone talks about he's, he's a cop who doesn't play by the rules. This guy is an asshole. <laughs> it's so nice. But you still like him. Because, like, I don't know how all countries feel about their beautiful blue line. And just seeing them portrayed as this fucking guy that just beats up mentally handicapped people to get a confession out of them. I'm like, okay, no, they get it too. All right, they know. They know what's up. Nice. Because I could absolutely... I live in the South. It's not that far-fetched. <laughs> yeah, weird. Uh, this guy with the brain disorder, yeah, we kept him here for four days and he admitted to the whole crime, open and shut case. Like, yeah, it's not that hard to see that do you, playing Do you out. want so that to, to happen to him, or do you want him to get another flying dropkick? Make it four. Oh, man. Boy, that final shot of his face at the end, it's its like one of the close-ups from the climax of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. I had totally forgotten that in the beginning, because it's like a two-hour movie, that it was like Zodiac's like, hey, cool, so these crimes are unsolved, so it's getting near the end, I'm like, oh, fuck, they're gonna do it, and then the blood test comes back, and I'm like, oh, wait, that's right, we never find out. Well, again... Not that I was disappointed, but I just totally like forgot. Like I mentioned last time, uh, we got him, mission accomplished, they actually found the guy. Absolutely. So. <laughs>
We did. Kind of neat. I'm glad I watched it. Thank when I God. Did. <laughs> Thank God for our police officers. Well, actually, their police officers, spelled T H E R E. They're the fucking worst cops I've ever seen. <laughs> Every other scene is just them be like, "You have a lead? No," and they're just committing a crime and openly assaulting someone in the interrogation room. It's nice to know that that's a universal trait. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed all it. All across the world. Sorry I made you that's watch really a good. movie you had to read for two and a half hours. That's all right. Look, I made the choice to read a movie. I, I could have easily I know you're going to get back. Blaze through that while watching Red Zone. <laughs> it would have been fine. I would have written three sentences and been like, I don't know, it wasn't that bad, and then been done. But yeah, <laughs> I to watch a real movie like a big boy. Speaking of real movies, let's get to cry <laughs> underscore wolf. We, we start off with a murder in the woods. A girl gets killed. Anyway, then there's an After accident. watching Halloween, weren't you just so happy to see just a standard cliche horror opening? Like, oh, thank God. Yeah, you know, in a way I was. Um, but when you said Halloween, I was like, well, which one? I felt really embarrassed that I had to ask which <laughs> Halloween. You're just on edge the whole time, like, oh, thank God, just some girl in the woods you know, getting it's, shot. It's, it's a <laughs> real shame, because you this. know that if Busta Rhymes had been there, then none of this would have happened. But... Exactly. <laughs> you know, if Busta were on that plane, things would have gone down differently. <laughs> Dangertainment airline. Anyway, yeah, it's just a woman running through the woods. It's kind of dark. We could barely say anything, and she gets killed or something. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. So it's funny that this big like slasher chase ends with the killer just pulling out a gun and shooting her in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I really appreciated it. See, that's the thing about slashers. It's like, it's usually scary because they can get closer to you. That makes you uncomfortable. If they just pull out a gun, then it's fucking a Catherine Bigelow movie that's just going to have Jeremy Renner shooting you from like 2,400 yards away or something. Who cares? Better movie. Yeah. Is it though? Yeah, that's no, Jeremy Renner not and at better all. movie. They usually don't go in the same thing. If the big reveal of this movie that the Cry Wolf Killer was Jeremy Renner, I would add an extra star to it. That's, that's a good bad, point. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so anyway, we... Or if he was pretending to be a high schooler. Yeah. One. So we get our uh, main Sorry. character here. His name is Owen. I'm going to call him Owen. And he claims to be from England. This is our first sign that he is dis- that he's, uh, untrustworthy. Because that is not an English accent. That is like three different European countries and maybe an African one. He's doing me doing an English <laughs> accent, which is not a good sign. He's actually British, too, which owns... He sounds like one of the Potter puppet pals. Dude, I know you're faking it. <laughs> I mean, I know he's faking it because he's not dressed like a lady. That's... But... Okay, yeah, that's also a good point. Um, so, anyway, he's like, uh, I love... I like to go to school, In it, I'm studying maths. And I have a roommate. He's played by the guy from fucking Supernatural. Who goes up to him and is like, shakes his hand, and immediately says, matter of factly, I just wiped my ass and walks away. <laughs> and uh, I guess. Pranked. Oh, buddy. I watched the unrated cut. <laughs> oh, really? What happens in the unrated cut? In which he shakes his hand, looks him dead in the eye, and goes, I just beat off. <laughs> which got a legitimate laugh out of me. Yeah. <laughs> it's the stone face. It's the same deadpan delivery it really got shit, me shit you guys watched a good version is this like the the video game movie what? that you watched like the better version of <laughs> you biffed it buddy if there's a director's cut or an unrated cut and you don't watch it that's on it, you you know better than that I got to be, to be fair, on Halloween he 07. did just watch the director's cut of Halloween 
Okay, so I've, I just made off as a lot funnier. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> anyway, uh, he gets uh, invited to the Skulls, I mean, uh, Midnight Society, I, I mean, uh, fucking whatever their tabletop gaming group is, in a chapel, question mark? Uh, Alex, you play tabletop games. Uh, Allegedly. Do you meet in a chapel? Dude, if I did, I would stop blowing off the, all the meetings that we're supposed to have for them. So Yeah. Oh. <laughs> also, uh, can you play a tabletop game without a table? Because I keep using that word. It's probably not the accurate word to use here. I mean, if I've learned anything from video game naming schemes, you just use tabletop-like. Oh, yeah. What, what tabletop <laughs> means is, uh, in real life, no controllers allowed. So, uh... I gotta admit, like, the Skulls, that's interesting. I would absolutely want to be a Skull. I could be a Senator. But this little Midnight Society-ass group... Dude, 2005, Mario Kart Double Dash just came out. Why would I Why would I go there instead of playing that? Yeah, like, this seems like the least fun thing to do on a campus ever. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, until you realize that they're supposed to be in high school. And then it's like, oh, I guess you guys don't have anything better to but do no, than play, no, like, this is, truth or dare, but stupider. This is private school, though. This is, like, some sort of private... They got dorms and everything. They brought, They have squash courts. They have a swimming pool. They probably have all sorts of things over there that they can do. Instead, they're just like, yeah, I drew on some guy's back with lipstick. Try to find whatever that bullshit is. And they're all rich. They have all the consoles. Like, what do we do? You know what? You cannot pry me away from video games. It's like, no, dude, we're going to sneak out in the middle of the night, and one of us is going to be like a pretend killer, and you have to find out who it is. No, thank you. Just me wandering in like, hey, you guys seen that new Chad Warden video? <laughs> Honestly. Like, like, YouTube had just come maybe out. Maybe it's because I'm a fucking loser. Like, it's mostly because I'm just a huge fucking loser. But I would be so mad if I got woken up in the middle of the night drugged down to a church to play this stupid ass game oh dude dude pack up uh grab an overnight bag we're gonna go play red rover down in the cathedral eat my <laughs> ass come no. on dude i gotta wake up at seven thirty and put on a tie look so, exactly <laughs> the fundamental problem with the game they play is that it's a game where you get eliminated so a lot of those people just go down there at 12 o'clock to play and are back in bed by twelve ten. and it's like oh well i'm glad i woke up for Whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> and everyone in there is putting in effort, too, because I guess uh, it's kind of like that episode of Dexter's Laboratory where he goes to live with the Amish and they don't know what the word fun means. <laughs> they just churn butter. This would be a real show to the first meeting go, hey, why can't we just do this at like 6.30? <laughs> They're like, oh, it's scarier. And you go, yeah, okay. And then you never you talk You can't be again. part of the Midnight Society. You gotta test your way in. So... <laughs> They're not breaking any rules. They're just like, ah, yes, I drew a target on someone's back. Me thinks we should find them. Like, ah, I'm going to bed, actually. I've been gaming all night. Like Chris said, I have to learn how to tie a tie when I'm 15. I'm over it. Don't have time. I mean, that's the thing about the game. It doesn't even look fun. There's so many explanations for how it works. It feels like a real-life game of games. Look, I literally got to the point where I just made the mental choice, like, Maybe Chris is paying attention. I don't know what the fuck this game yeah, is. Yeah, okay. So I'm gonna convoluted. be honest. I, I I'm gonna have to 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 mulligan on this one, Alex. I think you have a better idea of the way that this game worked, but also it's okay because it's not important how the game works. <laughs> Correct. For all but of also, the time they like, spend on this. for all of the frustration that I would feel about being invited to the spooky game in the middle of the night, 
I would 100% be trying as hard as these people. So, like, who am I oh, to yeah. judge? If I'm there, I'd be like, oh no, I'm we're winning this awake. fucking shit. Like, uh, mm -mm. My rim cycle has been shattered, so I'm going to take it out on all of you by hoarding the winnings. Treasures untold <laughs> in the game of <laughs> So, anyway, um, he makes a fat kid cry. And, uh, he, <laughs> he's, because he's apparently, uh... He's he's that guy from Lie to Me. He can just tell when people are lying or something. He has a superpower. <laughs> I thought that's what they were going to go with in the movie. It's like he's able to tell because he I don't know he learned it on the streets of London Town or something. No, he's the cop from Memories of Murder. He just stares in their eyes like, "Oh, this is <laughs> right." Cool. Yeah, that's that's it. What if he could smell lies? <gasps> now we're talking. So uh, <laughs> he he's there with uh, this orange-haired girl. Now I've got two names for her in the movie. <laughs> In the movie, they call her Dodger. So like, oh, is that like your fucking online nickname? Because like, this is a movie centered around chat rooms, which is hilarious. On it's incredible. But, like, we'll oh, it's like Proxy. What's your real name? No, my name's Dodger. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, 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 no. no your real name, not your online name. Okay, okay, I admit it. Like, Dodger's my middle name. Okay. What's your first name? Artful. <laughs> Could you imagine if you called her Doyer the whole time? <laughs> it's, uh... You know, if, it feels it feels really prescient that uh, the character named Dodger is the one cheating in this movie. <laughs> Got him. No, you're listening, Josh. Go fuck yourself. Hope you enjoyed all 30 minutes of celebrating you guys. <laughs> We finally did! Oh, no! <laughs> I can't wait to go to the print! Oh. So, here's the other thing. is She does have another name. Her her online name, which is BoPeep05. Fuck yourself. <laughs> you all taking this game too seriously. I'm already out. This is the lamest shit it's ever. It's like you, you sign up for like an instant messenger or any account online. You're like, oh, I'll go with this username that I use everywhere else. Ah, oh, it's already taken. And you go through like all 20 usernames you could ever want to use. No one is willingly going to go with BoPeep05. You're just going to like mash your keyboard and be like, okay, psh, whatever. I'll go with that. I'll just copy and paste that and write it in a notepad. So. You know what? Actually, I'm talking myself into this. Because you're the new kid. You look around and you see all these effete, rich, white kids playing this game. Then you're ahead like, there's a 30% chance they're going to kill someone for real. So I'm just going to. I'm going to take the risk. I'm going to go in for it. Because look at them. They can get away with it. They all have money. They'll especially be fine. since. Maybe there's something to this Especially since our intrepid hero works as a janitor at the school. And I'm not entirely sure why he does this because it <laughs> seems as though his dad is so busy in meetings. Which I, I want to describe his dad's business meetings. They reminded me of uh, Money Plane. Because they're always filmed, with, <laughs> yeah. They're always filmed with like two people in some like office room that they probably didn't have permission to film in that day. Just like okay, three, two, one, silently talk on the phone. We'll dub over it in post. We're good. Go run it. That's one takes all we need. That's that's all the scenes you ever see of his father. That guy looks like he makes enough money to send the kid to a private fuck you school. This is my very British dad, Bill Lumberg. <laughs> Fucking great call. <laughs> Nailed it. So this kid's just working as a chimney sweep on campus for reasons untold. Does that come into play? No. <laughs> the artful Dodger. Anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> it sucks. Her name is Dodger. I don't even We'll get, get to her fucking well, family, too. Jesus Christ. 
So anyway, uh, his cool roommate unplugs his alarm clock, so he's late to class. The pranks have pranked begun. again. <laughs> oh so, my god, Chris, may yes. I? So he's late. He races out the door full speed, racing across campus. He's like full panic. It's his first day. He's so fucked. Bursts into the room, and you hear a voice from the front go, "Are you Owen?" Smash cut, and it's John Bon Jovi wearing a cool guy <laughs> teacher's tweed jacket in tears. Fucking the it leather so elbow pads and everything. Oh my god, dude! It's not his hair is not dyed. It is translucent <laughs> it is the ugliest fucking thing 2005 john bon jovi is your get in this movie for reasons i don't think i will ever understand i don't know how this union happened well was he just looking for a big breakout role in a horror movie centered around aol instant messenger I, you know you gotta get that uh that young crowd you know what the kids love i mean john bon jovi <laughs> This movie had, like, no budget, so you have to imagine that he worked for basically free, and was just like, yeah, you know what, I need to get into those movie films, you know, before this I go a off passion and... project for me. <laughs> before I go off and buy an arena football team. Right, yeah, that's oh okay, God, that's fair. So, anyway, uh, all those idiot friends meet for lunch, except Fat Kid, he's not invited, and uh, they talk about, oh, hey, did you hear there was a dead body? It's the talk of the town, and... Dodger gets really mad at them because they don't have any imagination. I want you to hold on to that because she and Owen decide to go to the library. No microfilm in this movie. Can you believe the missed opportunities? And uh, it's unreal. Right, yeah. And they they're like, "Hey, let's come up with our own urban legend here." Uh, there is nary a single Robert England in this movie, so I don't know how they they have the know-how to do this, but okay, we'll take uh, their word on it that they can do this. And uh, they come up with this whole backstory for who the killer could possibly be. And do you know what they named the killer? They name him The Wolf. This after Dodger oh. says that her friends don't have any creativity. <laughs> it sucks. She's the worst fucking character in history. She really is. Uh, we're going to play a game of Cry Wolf. I'm going to make the bad guy. Wolf. <laughs> Great. Fucking A+. Plus. You genuinely could come up with anything else, but they decide, no, that's that's okay for us. Um, <laughs> anyway, they decide they send it to everyone in their friends group, so both of them get it. And uh, it's, it's so cool. Like, yeah, we're going to write this spooky description of this killer, and then they just describe a Packers fan. <laughs> <laughs> So the killer is described as having an orange ski mask, a camouflage jacket, brandishing a hut. Oh my god, this is John Coon. So. (laughs) (laughs) This bum-ass costume is so funny, dude. It's so fucking dirt cheap. You could assemble this at a Goodwill, and that's your scary slasher villain. I want to be the bad guy from Cry Wolf for Halloween so So bad, but no one would get it. See, that's the thing, is that uh, they mentioned this specifically in the email, which comes back later in the movie at uh, the party scene, and you have multiple people dressed up as a killer. Oh, see, it's funny, this would, you know, Halloween costumes or whatever. If they hadn't put that in the email, I think you still would have found people uh, wearing all this stuff. They would have been like, nah, dude, I just really love the Brewers. (laughs) <laughs> so anyway he starts getting instant messages from that goth chick from urban legend i mean wolf 
and uh, Wolf was like, ah, I'm going to, you know, flense the, the flesh from your bones like that blonde slut. Oh my god. This has to be the real killer. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's go-to, they get trolled on AIM, they're like, oh my god, I'm talking to a deranged serial killer. I have to go to my hot teacher for advice. I also Dude, want just... to emphasize that the killer's name on AOL Instant Messenger is just Wolf. Like, at first I want to say, <laughs> damn, good get. Must have been, like, one of the first hundred people to sign up for the surface. Most people you think would have got that. You would have had, like, some fours or ones or zeros to the end of it. Also... I'm pretty sure, like, Instant Messenger, any Instant Messenger app, your name has to be at least six characters. You can't just go with Wolf. That's like making your password God or Sex. <laughs> Man, speaking of sex gods, that fake story where Hunter Biden's laptop password was Hunter O2 made me laugh so fucking <laughs> Come hard. On. Come on. <laughs> Teacher, I got another message from Ow! He says he's gonna kill someone tonight, too. <laughs> Like, this is a dumbass plotline, but also it reminded me distinctly of being in ninth grade when somebody in our class made a fucking screen name called The Riddle Man and would just go around messaging people and no one could figure out who it was for months. Is this like the Bye Bye so... Man? <laughs> that fucking rules, actually. It, it was incredibly okay. cool. Like... <laughs> so, anyway, they're like... I hope that guy's living his best life. So, Owen and his yeah, roommate, Tom, again, the, the guy from Supernatural, uh, they're like, oh no, that's like a fake person, and they're like bullshitting us. You know who I bet it is? I bet it's fucking Dodger. <laughs> so they decide that they'll go to the pool where she's swimming, and they'll throw ice at her. <laughs> <laughs> what a sick own dude. <laughs> now, I Alex, love I know you love this, because you have experience in the ice throwing department. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> We're gonna capsize this dumb bitch for pretending to be a wolf. Man, it's it's just very timely that we're watching this ice throwing movie now because the last time I, you know, threw ice in a public setting, Cam Newton was also terrible. Hey. So, <laughs> Alex, you've been watching a lot of Neil deGrasse Tyson, so you know a lot about science. How much ice do they have to throw into that pool before it displaces her body out onto the uh, onto the side? <laughs> It fucking owns until you realize that, like, this scene's gonna be shown by, like, anti-global warming people. that are just like, yeah, see, it's not real. This is a dumbass no, movie, right, you know? Yeah. <laughs> They're just throwing we ice quit at crying wolf about global warming, folks. It's actually kind of brilliant because she can't see them, so they're just launching it like it's a trebuchet. Bombs away, I'm it swimming, have a good two time. two people Here's to lift it, and no one thinks, like... This might be a bad idea, guys. <laughs> if it takes two people to hurl an ice cube at someone, do not hurl it at someone. That's a fun life fact for all of you. Just keep that to yourself. Well, I mean, these, these guys are in high school. You gotta feel like they're kind of limited in the ice that they can get. So, anyway, they, uh... Our, our intrepid hero decides to go uh, pick on Fat Kid again, who's busy uh, tutoring students... <laughs> Up in the, uh, Man, I love how much this kid gets owned <laughs> because he has literally no character except just like periodically getting owned, and getting real mad about I it. I know he's busy. He's busy. <laughs> this guy. Is... He's just busy doing a good thing. He's just tutoring kids. Leave him alone. This guy is. This guy is incel Yosemite Sam. <laughs> fucking loses a game and just fucks with him the whole time. So. He's, like, doing community outreach trying to help these kids, and he's just kicking down the door. You fat motherfucker, why'd you do it? Like, what? 
been here the whole time with these poor starving children. Yeah, over here in Gryffindor's common room. So uh, he goes back to his, his dorm room, and it turns out it's been trashed. But only Tom's side of it. His laptop is smashed, his bed got dismantled. Uh, first of all, <laughs> his <laughs> fucking Texas flag. <laughs> Dude, that flag killed me. <laughs> Parker has that as his bed sheets, let's be real. I got some flags. <laughs> <laughs> Depends how tonight goes, which ones get hung. Uh, anyway, uh, so, uh, so uh, Tom's really pissed. Obviously, like, oh, who could it be? Maybe it's the killer. Uh, but they find, <laughs> <laughs> like, he immediately was like, "Why the fuck did you do this?" Like, why would I fuck up my roommate's side of the room? A guy who's from Texas and plays football. Oh, yeah, let me just sneak in while you're gone so I can ensure I get the shit beat out of me. Great prank, so, me. So I instead, gotcha. they accuse Regina, who has a recipe for fake blood and also, like, a piercing stud. So they're just like, yeah, it seems like something she would do. I don't care. Oh, my. The Scooby-Doo moment where they both look like, yeah, and she has a recipe for fake blood. Let's <laughs> get her. Like, uh, let's like get There's a whole fucking movies about the internet. Like... <laughs> You know who else has a recipe for fake blood? Literally all of you. <laughs> no, just damn Regina, it. that bitch. She ruined everything. Anyway, so he... Imagine your friends start dying and you just call someone and go, Hey, you stupid bitch. Yeah, I saw your fake nose ring. You owe me a new laptop, bitch. <laughs> so anyway, he decides that he will go confront Dodger about this because he believes that she's lying. Again, Dodger's a girl. Just bear with me. And uh, she denies it, but then he's like, oh, okay, fine, whatever. He walks outside. And then he sees her kissing John Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were slagging the teacher, mate! And then they don't get along for an hour. <laughs> That's. Hey, you know this movie that has all this murder in it? What if she also made out with the teacher? Just kissing this 43 Intrigue. year old man. Yeah, sure. Anyway, so he goes back to uh, Mr. Bon Jovi. This is, by the way, we forgot to mention that he plays chess with B John Bon Jovi. They have a battle of wits. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's so cool. Were the moves in this one also similar to the show you watched, Alex? Of course. Okay. I hope so, because they were just like, hmm, quite an arrogant move. Oh, don't you mean confident? I meant ignorant. Check. <laughs> Chris, you love Dad Rock. Did this affect your opinion of the genre? No, how, what John Bon Jovi songs are actually like? I like what was the uh, "Don't Stop Believing" or whatever they. No, wait. Oh, live it up. Should I tell him the thing that I said? Should I tell him the thing I said you the other morning? <laughs> Let me find the timestamp on this because it's relevant. It was. It's uh. I woke up to it. I think it was yes, early in the morning of uh, November first. I think it's yeah, seven thirty a.m. When you think about how much Chris loves Dad Rock, do you also imagine him alone in his room headbanging to Holy Diver? <laughs> it just fits for some reason. This song is way too slow. All right, guys, this is the episode. See you next week. That's why the that's why the mental image is so funny, though. <laughs> Trying to keep the tempo. Yeah, just keep going too fast. No way, no. Midnight Jump, jump. <laughs> I forgot he says jump, jump in that movie. <laughs> Who was he saying that to in the studio? Was he telling, like, the producer to go? <laughs> he saw the tiger. Man. Don't worry about <laughs> it. He's got to jump from the tiger. 
Dude, jump from the wolf. You can see his stripes, but you know he's mean. Note to self, add Holy Diver to the game of games. I actually like Ronnie James, too. Anyway, uh, so instead of, uh, you know, so, so let's say that you see your girlfriend, potential girlfriend, making out with John Bon Jovi. You're pretty jealous. What do you do? How do you get her back? You go to your journalism class, and you go up to John Bon Jovi, and you make out with him, right? You just back that thing up. Be like, hey, you know what? Two can play this game, bitch. And before he gets a chance to lock lips, a hunting knife falls out of his backpack. Uh-oh. Don't get in trouble for that one. It's so funny from the whole class's perspective, because they get it. He's like, all right, guys, pop quiz, take out some paper, and a knife just falls on the floor. And when I say knife, I mean, this is like, it's one of those knives with holes in it. Cena's real. Oh, I dropped my monster condom from my Magnum <laughs> Dong energy. That knife is responsible for numerous quickenings. It is insane. <laughs> it's got brass knuckles on it. It is. It's, it's been a problem solver. This has been folded more times than we'll know how to do for another two hundred years. <laughs> Rest in peace, King. Probably should have mentioned that in the news. Whatever. <laughs> I was distracted by... Alright, yeah, my wall. jerk of the week is everybody that tripped over themselves to remind us that Sean Connery loves beating women. We get it. We know. He's old and he we sucks. All we're all all online. Right. Well, anyway. Uh, like seven yeah, times, well, dude. Yeah. In like the first hour. I, maybe, I was, maybe I wasn't on Twitter enough for that. I think I fell asleep as soon as I saw the news. I, it was a rough day at work. Anyway, so he's like, blind me! Oh, I'm going to be sacked from school, isn't it? And, uh... He decides that, um, what is it? He's in journalism class. I'm trying to remember what happens here. Oh, yeah. He he actually uh, confronts John Bon Jovi. He's like, hey, I saw you making time with my girl, Daddy-O. He's like, please don't tell anyone. He's like, okay, then well, please don't tell anyone about the knife. Um, he does that thing innocent people do. He's like, do you have any proof? <laughs> <laughs> then your immediate go-to is like, yeah, prove it, kid. Go fuck yourself. Oi. Like, Does it matter? I'll just tell everyone. He's like, You have a knife. I'll just get you expelled. What are you fucking talking about? You have no cards here. This is your second day at school. Do you have a knife? Oi, that wanker's got me so chuffed. <laughs> Speaking of chuffed, uh, Owen is working as a janitor and he gets attacked by the wolf. Guys, guys, be, ex- For be ex- 45 minutes. Oh, this scene, which by the way has one of, okay, you said you genuinely laughed at the I just speed off, so I can't say it without laughing. But uh, in most movies with like a slasher or something like that, I don't even know if I can really call this movie a slasher. I don't think anyone actually gets slashed. Uh, usually what you'll see is uh, a killer who's like, he's always stalking his prey. Think like Jason, Michael Myers, they're like, always bearing down on you. They're always going to catch up to you, even when they're walking. Which Michael Myers? Michael. Anyway, uh, it's, it's like, that's the, that's the thing. It's like, they, they're threatening in that way. They're nightmarish in that way. This supposed killer trips and falls and slips and eats shit on a janitor's bucket. It was really funny. The immediate shit. That was so funny. It'd be like, oh god, I've got to run away. And then that guy... Okay, okay, just one step. How could I possibly show what? Oh, fuck! Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, right there, you just go, like, okay, it's clearly someone else pretending. That's funny. But then they drag it out for an eternity and then do the reveal, like, oh, no, that's actually just someone else. It's like, no, you don't have the pratfall and then have the 10 minutes of chase after. Yeah, this is. <laughs> I know you gotta hit 80 minutes, but goddamn. Yeah, this is where uh, the supposed killer, which is just. Um... 
Who's it revealed to be? I think it's Mercedes. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, Mercedes. Uh, reveals, oh, it's just me. It's a fake knife. I, I thought it would be funny. Look, if, if this movie was made today, she would have got seven to eight warning shots right in the front. <laughs> <laughs> and almost because after the scene, they both get taken and almost expelled. His life is almost ruined because he thought he was going to die. <laughs> he's almost kicked out of school for it. <laughs> well, part of it is because he was part of this fucking, uh, what is it, uh, Dead Poet Society. Uh, actually, you didn't yell Ollie Ollie Oxen free, therefore you're liable for those cops almost murdering <laughs> you. He, he should have never joined this little Dead Poet Society. So, uh... I've noticed you trying to make friends on your first day. <laughs> take kindly to that here. <laughs> should have the bros. You know what's weird is, like, he, he said something to, uh, Dodger in one of the first scenes that uh, really bothered her. He said, yeah, this is just a bunch of bored rich kids. He's right! That's like the best way I could possibly think of to describe this. She's like, they're not bored rich kids. They're my friends. I think back to Johnny Knoxville in The Ringer where he said, they're not retards, they're my friends. (laughs) Did you? You think about that movie a lot, don't you? Not as much as I'd like. (laughs) (coughs) Man. Sorry, <coughs> Parker. Okay, so. Hang on a second. <laughs> Whoa! Jeez. That's, no. Those aren't even oh, dice. Geez. Those are just jacks. I felt that in my bowels. Oh my god. Another bathroom break, guys? Anyway. That reverberated yeah. through my whole body. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Mercedes is set free, I guess. She's able to go back to her room and take a shower, and uh, her butt's hanging out of her uh, pajamas. Um, anyway, she's attacked by the killer, who is revealed to be the fat kid again, so. <laughs> Chekhov's fat kid. This this part of the movie is confusing, because she pulls a mask off and reveals Mercedes, and for like five minutes, I'm like, who the fuck is it? Was she in the group? No, Do I, I, I remember woman? her. I, I remember her. She was dating the black guy. I had no memory. Her name wasn't Dodger, so it was gone from my brain. Like, Mercedes is such a stripper name anyway, and yet it's still better than Dodger. So. Dodger. Yeah, that's that's pretty stupid. This movie fucking rules. Yeah, uh, this is actually does get a little confusing here, and I was, like, actively trying to pay attention, but there was also someone mowing the lawn outside. So, it got kind of annoying there. Um... <laughs> That's the optimal way to watch this movie. <laughs> Loud distractions as they do their 18 twist yeah. endings. <laughs> it's like, okay, no, who was found dead? It's like, Owen answers to Dodger crying to the other end. It was, well, you hear someone mowing the lawn outside going... <laughs> oh, no, and come Boop, quick. The teacher's me. attacking me. He's the killer. It's definitely not me. I'm not pranking you, I swear. Yeah, it's like the thing that everyone could see coming when they watched this movie. Like, no one could possibly screw it up. And at this point, you just gotta be like, you know what? I've known you for a week, and you're already banging someone else. Uh, good luck. Click. I'm transferring exactly. schools. I'll go be a janitor somewhere else. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Fuck anyway, uh, John Bon Jovi comes in. He's got the jacket. He's got the orange mask. He's got the knife. So uh, Owen shoots him, and he falls out the window because he had the urban legend possession, so he goes, No! <laughs> no, he doesn't. I wish, though. <laughs> Why is that the scene for the he, movie that I keep referencing? <laughs> it's that, and you've got Robert England teaching urban legends in college. Which is really, those yeah, are the most important things there. 
So anyway, Owen gets arrested for killing a man in cold blood. <laughs> Sick prank. This dude. time, I, so remember, he he got in trouble because someone put a knife in his backpack. Okay, that's not very nice. Second time, he got in trouble for like getting chased by someone that he thought had a knife. I'm like, okay, that's not very lucky. Now he shoots someone in the head. I'm like, well, you, know, you know, three strikes, Chris. Yeah, this time I'm like, yeah, you know what? They they probably have a pretty good reason to arrest this guy. Anyway, turns out that uh, fucking fat kid and also we we forgot to mention this guy. His name is Randall. Uh, he looks like the shittiest, rattiest uh, member of their friend group. I do not know why they are <laughs> friends with him. Turns out he collaborated with Fat Kid to prank all of them by pretending there was a serial killer on campus. Good Got one. Swoop <laughs> <laughs> makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, you know, say what you will about the skulls, at least I knew what was going on. <laughs> this movie fucking rules. They're just bored rich kids. Just go get a GameCube. Yeah, Nick. exactly. You can fucking you can do that thing where you're like you can get a multi tap. You can afford one. Just do that. And remembering that like this our main character is going through all this to stay in school for a fucking journalism degree. Bitch, go to Phoenix online. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's not a real yeah. degree. Hey. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so it turns. Would you put up with all this murder madness and John Bon Jovi as your hot teacher banging your girlfriend for journalism? I could Christmas? use this yes. for my for my new article. I could win the student Pulitzer. Another reference to Urban Legend. <laughs> so I spent sixty thousand dollars this year, and I'm having to fucking solve a who done it with my classmates. I'm Actually, over it. You know, it, this does it. kind of bring up a, a good point because we have to remember this isn't a degree; they're still in high school. God damn it! You're right. What the right. fuck? What is so, this transfer school? But they're still dick? taking a journalism class in high school, and I understand. Like, oh no, it's 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 okay because they explain this when the headmaster calls him in and goes, oh, "This is your last chance. You get kicked out of all those other private schools. There's no other private schools left." It's like, oh, oh, I guess there's no other private schools left. Okay. Oh damn, I might have to go to <laughs> a public school. <laughs> oh no, we so really do need to make it. No, I have more. to stay here and. I have to solve this murder so I don't have to go to school. <laughs> but, like, still, like, I, I did, I've never been to a private school. I Look at me. Do I look like I can afford that? And I didn't know they took fake classes like journalism. I thought they still had to take maths. It's the entire point. That's why they take Bible study. It's an easy A. But, like, still, I, I, I kind of feel like, would, would, would this be, like, some sort of training that he would go to to go to, I don't know, fucking... What's the what's the school that's really big for journalism? Illinois or something? I don't know. Vanderbilt. It just just does make me realize though that like you ever look up like a famous like sports journalist and it says oh he edited the uh, his high school paper. Can you imagine how much of a nerd you have to be to work for your high school paper? How boring does that have to be? Right? I would join literally any sport that would have me rather than write for the school newspaper. So here's what happened at today's volleyball game. <laughs> the Eagles served up a great five to three win. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to bully Maybe you. Maybe that was my hobbies. colleague. Okay. Oh no, I just played Halo. I didn't have hobbies. <laughs> it was Halo Two. I didn't do extra. Well, that's it. I barely made it. To so school. you didn't earn a student Pulitzer anyway. Um, I didn't earn many things, Chris, as you can tell by my current status in life. 
Man, I was literally on the Quiz Bowl team, and even we made fun of the fucking student reporters. You guys had a Quiz Bowl team? <laughs> anyway. So, uh... Sure did. Imagine being huge nerds and just walking and going, Extra! Extra! Nerds and just walking away. I love that for so, you, actually. So, uh, Dodger visits Owen and says, Hey, you know what? I, I wouldn't have uh, played this game if I knew that uh, he was cheating on me. So she organized the entire thing. Turns out the bad guy was a bad guy the entire time. And, uh... <laughs> Owen's just like, oh, but you don't understand, do you? You broke the rules, and I have to report you. And she's like, what mod will believe you? And then she just walks away, and then the credits roll, because fuck you. It it fucking owns that, like, she designed this, like, yeah, and this is gonna be this cheap costume that anybody can buy, and this is the serial killer. And I like to imagine that, like, if it were me, in the shoes of this fucking effete British jackass, I'd just be like... Yeah, but what if he has, like, an eye patch? Like, what if he has, like, a cool sword? He's like, no, no, that's too expensive. I mean, uh, that's not realistic. We can't do that. Like, What if the killer when the fucking... was dressed up as Bigfoot? <laughs> Cry Squatch. Where I come from, the killers dress like women. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, wear, they wear, like, old lady skirts like fucking Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> but they also have full beards at the same time. It's called comedy where we come from. In that, <laughs> look at us. We walk silly. <laughs> That's fun. Hello, Poppet. You about to get buggered? <laughs> it's true. Ask Professor of Urban Legends Robert England. <laughs> it fucking owns that like I know that Robert England is the professor in Urban Legend but my brain just replaces him with the fucking asshole professor from Smiley every time I think about that movie <laughs> well look at Alex Sinar he remembered a movie ladies and gentlemen hey teacher is this the answer you fucking idiot you get one thing right you dumb dickhead <laughs> well 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 Look what the cat dragged in. Is that a hunting knife? Why don't you bring it up here? You you want to do schoolwork? Are you hitting on me? <laughs> do I look like John Bon Jovi? Pull the class. Do I look like John Bon Jovi? People no, have been telling me. I will not get sucked. I will not suck or be sucked on by you. Good day, miss. <laughs> I said get good out. day. <laughs> Why is John Bon Jovi such a cool teacher? He's so hip, he doesn't even care that his students are late. This guy would never do anything like bang a high schooler. He bought an antique Oops. chess set to play with his students in a battle of wits. <laughs> well, congrats on beating this 14-year-old at chess. Looks dude. like Owen ended up winning in the end. He <laughs> just shoot the guy. Does that happen in the Queen's Corgi or whatever? <laughs> I really wish they laid on it heavier that they were high schoolers. Because the reveal at the end that this 15-year-old found out that her teacher, spoilers, wasn't being loyal to her, a high schooler. <laughs> she just went and shot the woman in the face. It's really fucking You know what's funny. weird is that this is... Because they all look like 25, so it's easy for you like, no, they're... They don't even... Most of them don't have permits yet. <laughs> they, you know, they can't get a GameCube, but they can get a gun. It's so <laughs> good. This is America. Well, the rich and white, so you know. Yeah. Actually, the, the Nintendo shortage. If you check the latest Nintendo Direct, you can find more information. So, uh, 
You know, th this movie does have the problem that a lot of other movies has, where uh, all the high schoolers look a lot older than high schoolers, which can make it a little bit confusing. If they just said, yeah, they go to college, and it's just the same college from Smiley or, or Urban Legend or something like that, I would have bought it. That would have been fine. <laughs> you think it's confusing for us? How do you think John Bon Jovi felt? <laughs> You're like, what, 27? I'm 16. You're what? <laughs> Get out. Put my gun back. Well. John Bon Jovi. Hero of the week. Good job. <laughs> my dad's going to call in and be like, I heard you say his name. Actually, he's a liberal like, Democrat. So, uh... John Bon Jovi banging multiple students in a movie that was not produced by the Weinstein brothers is the upset of the century. That's, yeah, that's probably fair. Hey guys, read your script. I have some changes for my character. <laughs> <laughs> my motivation's all off. I, I would never say or do this in this situation. Look, I'm not gonna accuse him of anything. But if you were in a glam metal band in the 80s, you weren't checking right. the IDs. Yeah. So, can we just, like, point out that this is often marketed as a slasher movie and no one gets slashed? And there's only two kills and they're both with guns? It's incredibly good, actually. <laughs> there's almost a third kill with ice. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, imagine if they actually kill her by throwing ice better movie <laughs> the movie just ends i guess the serial killer is gone what was that movie that you watched where those two girls get trapped in a pool underneath <laughs> the fucking what was oh, that shit. called oh shit oh, fuck it had some weird i forgot what it's called too uh, i could reverse engineer it because the guy from saw is in it for five minutes <laughs> oh, good. let me work backwards here it doesn't matter he's the grumpy guy <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right, pulls clothes and then just leaves her to die in there. <laughs> I love Hobo Hotel, dude. Anyway, uh, any final thoughts on Cry Wolf? Such I a actually, fucking baba. My last note is I totally forgot. The whole end reveal happens. The whole fucking Kaiser Soze thing that she did it all. And he's just delivering with the most dry. You did it. You planned the whole thing. <laughs> from the start. It's the worst line reading you could That's possibly That's a good point, well, yeah. You, you see, they have a culture going back thousands of years where the only expression in their acting comes from your costume. So, had <laughs> they uh, called twelve feet deep, had they dressed <laughs> him a little bit differently, you know, you know, maybe uh, maybe a dress and some makeup, then I could have gotten a little more enthusiasm out of that line reading. So, uh, I, I'm going to give uh, some genuine praise here. Something that I, I actually have to admit I did not expect. This movie looks fairly uh, fairly impressive for the budget, which was only $1 million. That's like a lot less than I, I just, thought. I just <laughs> reflectively did the Dr. Evil thing. <laughs> Proudy. I, that's, I, you know, that's surprising to me. I thought this would have been like a fairly well-budgeted movie. Although the only name actor they have is John Bon Jovi. <laughs> and... Supernatural, right? Yeah, okay. And also the guy from Supernatural and I Gary know. Cole. This movie would have been more expensive <laughs> with Gary Cole men. Got him up top, baby. We did it. Uh, remember to go out and vote, guys. We have <laughs> okay, fun. Alex, we talk about could, could you imagine? Could, could you imagine Gary Coleman as the fake serial killer, though? 
<laughs> no, but I can imagine him in tiptoes. Okay, are we ready for the game of games? <laughs> Always. Ba -da -ba -ba! <laughs> <laughs> Three thirty in the fucking. <laughs> <laughs>So, uh, a bit of housekeeping here first. Some Dragon Balls have been found by the, uh, uh this? Parker's Jaguars, Chris's Dolphins, yeah. and who owns the Buccaneers? Chris's Buccaneers. Yo. So our Dragon Ball counts are zero still for me and three for the both of you. So, uh, just, just keep that in mind. Well, you have the um, weed rat. The weed rat in the past is I do not have the weed rat, actually. Oh. No one has the weed oh, rat. Oh, how you doing? No, you the weed owned. Yeah. Oh, that's a good. No, point. I had to take the powerful for me. I had to. I had to take the mystery box, which is how I end up with a Hunter Biden's laptop, uh -oh. <laughs> which I will now roll for. <laughs> oh, Hunter, that's a nice hog. I'm so glad I don't have to watch any bad movies this week. <laughs> I actually forget how this works. I didn't write it down. Chris, you just edited the episode. Do I get to assign something because I didn't blow up the laptop? <laughs> Uh, yeah, sure. Why yeah, not? I, I guess the Ukrainian the Sounds Ukrainian government uh, has brought you intel <laughs> in the form of content, which you can assign to uh, one of us. All right, let me get back to you on that rather than clickety clacking Please all over the other parts for of this. Worst that I Ukrainian movie of all time. Actually, worst Ukrainian. You've got to learn to I, stop yeah, saying I, things I, out loud. Just. just I know this is a talking medium, but I, I, <laughs> I yeah, big I got a big mouth. <laughs> What's that? You want to watch Big Mouth? Cool. No, That's all no, Netflix. no. Parker, I will trade <laughs> you two Dragon Balls for your immunity idol. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, that would be no, like, that's a Parker a... and me trade. You don't get to. I will not give <laughs> that idol until I'm free, Tank Girl. Chris, <laughs> Chris, buddy. Chris, buddy, now that you've watched the uh, the original House of Wax, do you want to see the remake? No, which is why I will. <laughs> House of Wax. Dude, good news. The same guy from Supernatural is also in the House oh, of Wax. Oh, I was hoping for that. And also, so is Paris Hilton. Oh. Yup. Well, I loved her in Repo, the genetic opera. It's just like, I love fucking remembering this movie exists and going, oh yeah, Alicia Cuthbert was a person once upon a time. Yep. <laughs> Back in the day. All right. Well, thank you to Hunter Biden. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Hunter. Let's move on Fred to our community Dwyer teams. Is... Oh, oh, wait, no. Let's not move on to our community teams. See, I may have made a grave error because my teams have gone two and five this week. And my good friend Chris's teams have gone seven and three. So, uh, Chris, buddy. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and take one of those movie films now. Yeah, well, uh, Alex. Good thing you didn't recommend the Uzbekistan one. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck does Uzbekistan come from? Okay, uh, Alex, I gotta ask you a question. Have you seen The Jazz Singer? No. Okay, well, <laughs> you have your pick here because there's two of them. You can watch the original 1927 one. It's often considered the movie that invented sound and killed talkies. Uh, or you can watch the 1980 remake, which is considered one of the worst remakes of all time. There's a what? Uh, let me, uh... Okay. 
Let me take a look here. 1980, you say? My mind is just flashing of what a 1980s remake could be, and none of it is. Oh, that says Neil Diamond. Okay. <laughs> so you're going to watch the Neil Diamond remake of The Jazz Singer? You think I'm going to watch a movie from the 20s? Of course I am. Oh my god, does he wear blackface? Do you think uh, Do you think that's Mo Diamond's dad? <laughs> never gone into Mo Diamond's neighborhood. <laughs> I'm Neil Killer, man. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that as a double feature. Oh, I hope oh, so. Oh, dude, you deserve it. Uh, dude, Killer Man has been on my hard drive for months. I can't believe I watched Killer Man. <laughs> For you, <laughs> I can't either. It's all right. I'm sure that I'm sure the manicore will be very pleased with that. All right, the jazz singer. I will definitely remember the this old ass two hour movie. <laughs> Man, this looks horrible. Thank you, dude. Even I haven't seen this one. I saw the original twenty seven huh. one, which I actually kind of like, for obvious reasons. So, uh, community teams. Lawrence <laughs> Lawrence Olivier as Cantor Rabinovich. Hi. <laughs> that sounds good. All right, next question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, community teams. So, uh, it appears that our community Steelers are still undefeated, and our community Cowboys are uh, God. less than undefeated. Very defeated, as it turns out. <laughs> so, we'll go ahead and roll the good dice first. Oh, I was hoping we'd get that. Oh, I thought it was a good dice. <laughs> it is. Now, before we started recording, Chris said the words race wars to me. And I just added it to the board with no other text. You know, the context Knowing was... full well that I'd just make it up as we go. Hey, what about today's date had race wars on your mind, Chris? I was just... Big was, race car fan, are you? just thinking of Fast and Furious. Room for an idiot. <laughs> Now, here's how this is going to work. I will allow each of you the chance to pick any fictional car. Oh. Is there an order that you want to go in? Oh, my goodness. I mean, whoever wants to... I'm going to go with the Green Goblin truck from uh, Maximum Overdrive. Oh, God! (laughs) Damn it! Shit. Oh. Because the first car I think of is the DeLorean, but I fucking hate that movie. I mean... Give me... Whatever, just do it. Wait, All wait, right. you said any fictional... Back to Future 3, I'm going to be any livid. any fictional vehicle, not just yes. uh, a car? Any fictional car? What the fucking... I'm counting. It's just just don't, don't, don't rules lower me on the fucking... He can no, have I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna stay with my fucking Green Goblin truck here, but Parker, Twisted Metal, you know? All right, and I will, of course, be taking the Hulk yeah, car. Yeah, we know. God, yeah, it's, it felt wrong to take it from you. It's, I mean, I gave you a chance. Yeah. It's... My punishment would have been severe eventually. You would have kept that in your mind forever. <laughs> I would like to choose all of the cars from the movie Cars, please. <laughs> <laughs> Could I have made her good friend? <laughs> all right. So uh, all three of our cars are going to be entered in a dumbass, wacky racist style race in which I will roll a series of die to see if we finish oh, ahead of yes. Dick Dastardly. Wacky Races was my favorite TFP map. Shut up. <laughs> okay. Boy, I hope there's not a Manticore on this track. <laughs> really upset me. How many dice are you rolling? It's, there's, it's a long Very way. involved. <laughs> oh my god. And one more. 
Oh man, I should have just rolled that first because Dick Dastardly rolled a natural one and his crit failed the race. So all of us succeed. <laughs> However, it appears that Parker's DeLorean has gone so fast that it has sent him back to ancient Egypt. <laughs> God fucking. <laughs> 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 Just Google movie cars, I guess. <laughs> Oopsie daisies. <laughs> you know, when I was thinking on how this was gonna go, I was like, man, I really hope somebody takes the DeLorean because I know exactly what to do for that. And then you did. Like, someone's gonna listen to this and think, oh, they staged that. <laughs> Let me be clear. This all came from my stupid brain right now. In reality, I just have to piss again. It's like, oh, we're almost done. I'll just, yeah, movie car. Yeah, Thorian, sure. And now here we are. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Parker, left or right? Let's go left, buddy. All right, moving on. Left again. All right, moving on. Left again. Ooh, it was not five lefts this week. I would like to use my Millennium Puzzle and go right. <laughs> sure, why not? Like, that sounds like a thing. then I would also like to go left again afterwards. Ooh. Talk on. Oops. Well, four is a tidy record. So now nice. uh, you have been ejected from the pyramid, holding merely the sands of oblivion. What the fuck is that? Look, I'm not saying it's a sci-fi movie from 2007 that's starring two of the people from Firefly. God. Damn it. <laughs> it's only 90 minutes, and it is streaming for free on IMDb TV. Also, it has a 3.6. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Great. I needed to get some more Adam Baldwin movies in. <laughs> I, I just scrolled down to the plot keywords. Plot keywords. Girl in panties. Scantily clad female. Cleavage. White Damn. panties. Panties. See all. Eleven. <laughs> I wonder what the other six are. Oh wow, none of these have anything to do with girl underwear. Go figure. Weird. Maybe it's good, actually. Title spoken by character. Hell yes. That's the important thing. Oh, the same director of Lake Placid 2... SS Doom Trooper and Boa vs. Python? <laughs> Sick! <laughs> Your bones will lie in the pyramid forever. So these were the good dice, he said. <laughs> well, I mean, they were good for everybody else. Because, uh. <laughs> that keeps happening. <laughs> no, that's, you actually, all of us receive a prize for getting through the race. So, uh. Yeah, I just got mine. <laughs> you may choose from the following options. You can either have two Dragon Balls or another immunity idol for winning the race. I want those Dragon Balls. Alright. I just want to let those gestate for a while. Alright. diabolical. Chris, two Dragon Balls or another immunity idol. Another immunity idol. Alright, so Chris gets an immunity idol. I will also take the immunity idol because I am never getting to seven Dragon Balls. <laughs> All right, now let's uh, let's roll some bad dice. <laughs> oh, that already sounded bad. <laughs> oh, man, 
What the fuck was I thinking? When... Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. No, 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 no. All right, <laughs> this space says dating show. Now, uh... I will never I'm going to give you guys two <laughs> options for this. And I'm going to let you guys choose, because I'm a nice person. I can either uh, read off the uh, the profiles of the the eligible bachelors that you have the opportunity to date before you pick a door, or we can go in blind. Would you like to choose based on the descriptions think, that I have written? I think going in blind might be a little bit faster. So let's rip off that band and let's do it. Alright, so we've got three doors. Which of you would like to pick first? Okay, I'm gonna go left. <laughs> Alright. What does that give me? Parker goes left. This eligible bachelor, this sexy stud, is a world-class athlete. And also a funny man. It's Kevin James, the world's greatest <laughs> goalie. <laughs> and you know what? He's got a special date planned for you with his brand new movie, Hubie Halloween. You like horror movies? I don't like movies anymore, <laughs> actually. God. I knew it was a matter of time before that one fell its way. Now, Chris, you can either pick the middle door or the right door. I will pick the correct door, which is the middle door. All right, middle door. This eligible bachelor is one of the smartest men in human history. Just an absolute, you know, you just see his brain expanding every time you look at him. That's right, you're going to be dating Sean McVay. So here's how this is gonna work. You're gonna choose a play to run against Sean McVay. Oh, no. And if you win your dice roll against the greatest play caller in NFL history, you're safe. But if not, I guess we'll see. How many times can Chris watch Megamind? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, do, do I get to, is that multiple choice or do I get to say, I'm gonna run whatever play? You can pick whatever play you want, buddy. Okay. Run clown post, you coward. <laughs> That's a good idea. No, I'm going to go with the most successful play in New England Patriots history. QB Sneak. QB Sneak. Man, this is a rough play to call on first and ten, but we'll see if it works out for you. <laughs> we got a running quarterback now. Also, just for the record, if you said swing and gate, it was an auto win. Damn. <laughs> Turns out that uh, Sean McVay's got a pretty good defender in the middle of his line named uh, Aaron Donald. Never heard of him. So, uh, that's not going to work out for you. Um, let's see what we got here for you to watch. Chris, did you watch the Joe Paterno documentary yet? Community Idol. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> How many idols does he have left? Was that the only one? That was the only one, yeah. Alright. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now I will take the uh, eligible bachelor behind door number three. Alright, this, uh... This bachelor is a man of science, world-renowned for his, uh... devilishly good looks and appeal to 
completely disgusting women. That's right, I found Doctor Who. <laughs> oh, whoa! <laughs> now... Alright. So how this works... <laughs> trying to make peace with what you've done to yourself. So how this works... Is it works similar to the time machine. But the only people that watch Doctor Who are, uh... Let's say, slightly mentally deficient. So it's gonna work a little bit differently. So I'm gonna program something in, and then I'm gonna roll dice and see what I actually get. Now you see, this is normally a spot where uh, it's easy, just send somebody to the pyramid, right? So if I if I write down Chris and pyramid, and then roll these dice, we'll see what happens. Wish <laughs> I could have used my immunity idol on this stupid shit. <laughs> well. Well, oh, oh no. it turns out that he is a very bad doctor. <laughs> so instead of sending Chris to the pyramid, he's missed by a pretty big mark. Because hey. he has sent he has sent Parker no. somewhere in North Africa <laughs> no, and hasn't. through time. But he's not ended up in ancient Egypt. He's ended up in Benghazi over a period of 13 hours. <laughs> 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 Damn it! <laughs> God damn it! God damn it! I'm so far behind. <laughs> Same, buddy. No since it's Michael Bay, it's gonna be like 2:20 easily without even uh, looking at the runtime. Let's go ahead and look at that one. 13 hours. That'll go well with your horse soldier movie, at least. Yeah. Two sure. hours, 24 minutes. Mother. For what it's worth, it doesn't feel like it. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. I mean, I've seen this, like, three times. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I wish you could have seen how tense I got when he said, No, actually, he goes to Africa, and my whole body tightened. <laughs> I was horrified. I was really <laughs> hoping this was going to be a case where a good friend Ernest comes back. I... <laughs> first thought I had. <laughs> if only. I gotta get you that poster. Christmas is coming up. You don't have to do that. <laughs> Parker, I'll tell you what. Because I'm such a nice person, you can also assign me a movie. Since I realized that I somehow ended up with nothing in this rigged fucking game. <laughs> Let me see here. Some of these are just really mean. You weren't that mean to me. Yet. <laughs> well, I've got a mean one, actually. Okay. You're a big Vin Diesel fan, right? God damn it. You know what it is already. You can just type it in. Uh, you can just write it down. No, just, just say it. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Because, like, you know, he's Dom Toretto, he's Riddick, he's all these things. But above all else, like, what if he had to raise someone's kids? What if he had to be their babysitter? <laughs> all right. All right, that's not that mean. I'm fine with that. Alright, down the pacifier, got it. Okay, that's all the pacifier tune in next week. Theaters. I believe but that. Again, it's like the, the same reason. Oh, yeah, that's there, right. So. That's true, but there's, there's a whiplash for a second when you just say that out loud. <laughs> My body's not ready to hear it. Alright, tune in next week yeah, for right. the Game of uh, Games. Great game, everyone. Parker, Love what, it. what uh, movie should we do? I'm feeling either Ninja 3 or Congo. Ooh, I've been thinking about Congo. One of those feels right. One of those just feels right. 
Mm-hmm. They're both good. I've never seen Congo. Oh, we should, we I should never have either. either. It's not a good movie at all. But <coughs> it has Bruce Campbell for five minutes and Joe Don Baker for 15 minutes. And now we're talking. I want to see Joe Don Baker talk to a gorilla. Yeah, Hell it also yeah. has Arctic monkeys. Now, when you say Arctic monkeys, <laughs> you talking real monkeys, or is this some sort of metaphor? <laughs> All right, Congo, yeah. it is. Then. I never metaphor. I didn't like. <laughs> and that's the tea, sis.